The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself and Bully Ray talk about the segment between Cody Rhodes and Sami Zayn on last night, Monday Night Raw. We go into detail how this is going to affect Saturday at Elimination Chamber and ultimately WrestleMania 39 right now on the Busted Open Podcast. We talked about how they need to keep Cody and Sammy as far away as possible apart because organically Sammy Zayn was getting over and we are hearing the Sammy Zayn chants. But an a really, I thought, a genius move last night, Bully, and having Cody and Sammy in the ring together talking face-to-face. What did you think of the move, and what did you think of the segment last night? The segment was excellent. I really liked the exchange. You can't come away from that segment and, and not think that <clears throat> both performers didn't knock it out of the park. I loved the way Sammy's facials were able to show me self-doubt. I loved the way the tone in his voice made me hear self-doubt. A lot of the things that Cody said really resonated, especially when he referred to Roman as just a man. And if you remember, he's just a man, Rock. Yep. Be more man than him. That's right out of Rocky. Yep. But what I found myself thinking about after the segment was over and and knowing the segment was extremely entertaining and I know the fans and attendants love it. And I got a text from a friend that I want to read to you guys in just a minute who was actually there live at the show. Uh, he, he was talking about the, the pop for Sammy and the chance for Cody. But Dave, what was the business of that promo last night? What do you think that they were trying to accomplish? And what do you think that they got done? I I think more so than WrestleMania, though, it ended with Cody Rhodes pointing to the WrestleMania sign and mentioning WrestleMania. To me, it was more about selling the match between Sammy and Roman at Elimination Chamber because Cody asked a question that, Bully, you and I asked on this show a couple weeks ago. 
And that is, do you really buy in to Sami Zayn being able to beat Roman Reigns? And that's the exact question that Cody asked Sami on Raw last night. And based on last night, do you think Sammy thought he could beat Roman? No. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of self. Okay, go ahead. Work with me here. You know how we always talk about the believability factor and mm-hmm. performers in a ring. And if, if, if they don't believe in themselves, why as a fan, should I believe in them? Yes, yep. we've had this conversation yes, many times. Yes, we have many times. As a fan today, I don't believe in Sami Zayn more going into Elimination Chamber because of anything that Sami said. I believe in Sami because of what Cody said. It's almost like the self-doubt took a little bit of the luster off of Sammy. And now it's gone on to Cody. I found last night very interesting because Cody, after the segment was over, Dave, it almost sounded like Cody was telling Sammy to win. Win, Sammy, win. Yes. But as a fan, if Sammy Zayn, the guy that had the balls to take that chair, and crack Roman Reigns in the back and stand there and look at the Usos and know that he's got that ass kicking coming and to take it like a man. Now to hear the self-doubt last night, I'm like, ah, come on. Why the self-doubt? Now Cody's the one picking him up. Cody looks like more of a baby face in the people's eyes this morning because of the rah-rah speech. And I want to get back to that to the to the tweet that I sent out because remember I sent out those two tweets a couple of weeks ago. One was a dead tie, and one had Sammy ahead by just a little bit. So last night I put out which match would you rather see at WrestleMania and why? And this is based on what's going on right as, right at this very second. And the choices were Roman versus Cody which is what we're advertised, you know, to see coming out of uh, the Rumble. Or would you rather see Cody versus Sammy? Cody has planted the seed already that he wants to see Sammy at WrestleMania. 62% want Roman versus Cody now. 38% want Cody versus Sammy. And that's with about 3,700 votes. That is now a significant difference to me. And I feel like that changed after last night. I agree. I agree, Bully. And we asked a question to the nation a couple weeks ago. If I, I don't know if you remember, Bully, about do you think Sami Zayn is a credible opponent for Roman? Do you really buy in to Sami beating Roman Reigns? Remember when we asked that question yes. to the nation? Yes. And, and it was kind of like 50-50, I believe. It was about 50-50 if people had thought that Sami Zayn could credibly beat Roman Reigns. When Cody asked that question to Sami last night, and Cody flat out said, do you think you could beat Roman Reigns? There was It wasn't a loud chant, but there was a chant from that crowd of no during that segment last night. It was almost like even the crowd that was in Brooklyn last night 
didn't believe that Sammy could beat Roman Reigns. I really feel like if you asked that question a week ago, it would have been a much different response from that crowd. But even the crowd last night felt that they were unsure if Sami Zayn could beat Roman Reigns. The the self-doubt what was interesting to me last night. I, I don't think self-doubt is something that I want to hear in my guy. Although I did appreciate the Cody Rara speech. Well, and by, by the way, Bully, that Cody Rara speech got that crowd in Brooklyn to completely get behind Sammy where they were chanting, you can do like that's that was really the Cody influence to get that crowd last night to buy in that Sammy Zayn could be Roman Reigns at Elimination Chamber. Don't you think last night did more for Cody than it did for Sammy? Yes, I do. Without a doubt. It got the people by bringing them together and putting them in, in the same ring together based on what they gave them last night, it gave the people an opportunity to, I'm not going to, even if, even if Sammy did not lose any steam in the people's eyes, Cody definitely gained more from last night. And from a live report in the arena last night, friend of mine texted me this. He said, being in the building last night, Sammy got the bigger pop. Cody got the longest Cody chant, but people were definitely going crazy for Sammy. Yeah, I I mean, that doesn't surprise me, Bully, because Sammy came out of nowhere. Uh, He wasn't planned to be on that show. He's from SmackDown. He came to Raw. That doesn't surprise me at all. But, Bully, we have talked about it when it comes to Sammy and Cody about the Sammy chants coming for Cody. When Sammy said, Cody, come out here, I was really listening to that crowd and how that crowd was going to react. And there was a loud and long chant for Cody when Cody came out. And that's what Sammy Zayn in the ring. So, yes, there was a bigger pop for Sammy. And the fans love Sammy. I'm not taking anything away from Sammy Zayn. But that didn't surprise me because... He came out of nowhere, he came through the crowd, jumped into the ring, and he wasn't supposed to be there. Completely unplanned. But that was a loud and long, to what your friend said, that was a long chant for Cody last night with Sami Zayn in the ring. And also the the pictures that were painted last night, you know, Sami in the hoodie looking a bit disheveled, Cody coming out completely polished in his three-piece suit. Sammy with the self-doubt. And even, did you notice Cody's face when Sammy was speaking about his self-doubt? Cody almost had the bitter beer face. Almost like, I can't even believe I'm hearing this come out of your mouth. No way, Sammy. You're the guy that stood up to Roman already. Why would you be saying this? It's almost like Cody was... I don't want to say disgusted by it, but he was definitely taken back by it. All of these little things played into, I believe, Cody's growth last night with the people. And like I said, with the poll that I put up, normally it's neck and neck. This has Cody definitely pulling away. And I felt that too, because I think reality hits you in the face. Because the whole story is how... 
you know, Sami Zayn went from nowhere to be a part of the bloodline and an honorary ooze. Like, he wanted to be a part of this group. Then Roman turns, and then, you know, there's the whole physicality between Roman and Sami, and Sami wants to get his hands on Roman. But now reality is hitting Sami Zayn in the face. He is going to have to face Roman Reigns in the ring at Elimination Chamber. So it, I understand the self-doubt. That's real. I mean, I, I think we all as fans have self-doubt. Could Sami Zayn really beat Roman Reigns? And I get it's the story that we've been talking about the entire time, Bully. Sami Zayn. Do we love Sami Zayn? Yes. Is he the ultimate underdog? Yes. Do we want to see him get his hands on Roman Reigns? Yes. But do you really want Sami Zayn to be your WWE Universal Undisputed World Champion? I think the answer is no. Because that title, I feel, belongs to Cody moving forward after WrestleMania. And it'll be interesting to see if they give Sammy an opportunity against Cody or Roman, depending on who wins at WrestleMania. Outside of the box option here, Dave, and I didn't put it on that poll last night. Is there any way? Is there any way in hell we're getting a three-way dance at WrestleMania? No, uh, I, I, I hope not. I mean, listen, I shouldn't say no. Is that a possibility? I think it is a possibility. I mean, if if Sammy if Sammy were to defeat Roman at Elimination Chamber, Roman would have the rematch clause, and he would probably want it as quickly as WrestleMania. And Cody has the guaranteed shot. That logistically and psychology wise gives you your three way dance. Well, you know what, Bully? I think the the bigger question. And it's something that I'll answer, and I want to get your answer, and of course, to Busted Open Nation, because we have a full bank of phone calls of people wanting to talk about this, Bully, is that, do you buy in to Sami Zayn beating Roman Reigns at Elimination Chamber? NFL fans, right now on the SXM app, hear in-depth coverage of your team with the Believe Podcast Network on Sirius XM. It's all the analysis, all the breakdowns that matter to you, hosted by the players who played for your team and the fans who eat, sleep, and breathe it. 32 diehard fan bases, 32 podcasts. The Believe Podcast Network on Sirius XM. B-L-E-A-V. Search Believe in, followed by your team on the SXM app, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. As a wrestling fan, you know it's hard. All the blood, the sweat, the tears, the chairs. It's a hard day out there. And do you know what tastes incredible after a hard day in the ring? A Mike's Hard Lemonade. You get all hot and bothered, and then you can cool off with an ice-cold hard lemonade. Since day one, Mike's Hard Lemonade has been making lemonade the hard way. They take three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, and cold-press them to create a taste like no other. They choose to do things the hard way because they know hard days deserve a hard lemonade. That's why for 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Find now in store, Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium malt beverage with flavors. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. 
The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. That's mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. But let's look ahead to what we're going to see on Saturday at Elimination Chamber. And this may be the biggest Elimination Chamber that I could ever remember. When you look at this matchup that we're going to see between Sammy and Roman Reigns. Bully, do you buy in any possibility? Because I asked you this question a couple weeks ago, and we both answered no. But as a lot has happened over the last few weeks, is there any way that Sammy Zayn beats Roman Reigns on Saturday? Logic would dictate and say, absolutely not. Shock and awe says yes. I don't know if there's enough reason to go with shock and awe. As a matter of fact, I don't think there's any reason to go with shock and awe. But holy crap, would everybody be floored yes. by it. Absolutely floored by it. And I don't know. And I, this is why I, I, I tweeted last night about how much I love this bloodline story. And when I say the bloodline, I mean everybody involved. Obviously, the family of the bloodline. Obviously, Paul Heyman. Obviously, Sami Zayn. Obviously, Cody Rhodes, obviously Kevin Owens, everybody is somehow in this storyline. And when you're sitting back and I find myself so highly entertained by so many different aspects of a certain story, and when you're not able to sit there and, and figure it out, which I hate that I can figure it out. I obviously been doing this for, for, for a little bit now. And, you know, you kind of see the writing on the wall with a bunch of stuff. I don't know what the definitive writing on the wall is. And nobody knows what the definitive writing on the wall is. Nobody out there in the wrestling world is so smart that they can tell you every single thing that's going to happen next. Okay. You know, 
even Tony Romo screws up a couple of times before, you know, the ball is snapped. And, and Romo's pretty good at telling you what exactly is going to happen next because he was a, he was a general on the field. I don't think anybody can, can is going to be able to figure this out. I think they're going to swerve us to the end. This, this has the potential to be as big, if not bigger, a swerve, if they wanted to go this way, that, than Rock, than the double turn at WrestleMania 17, which didn't go over that well at the end of the day. Especially in Texas, my goodness. Right. There's a lot more things coming. Uh, the reason I love the way they're telling this story, and, and trust me, guys, this is Heyman, is that there are little things going on. There's story here, story there, A story, B story, and then it's going to culminate kind of like to the end of the, in like Godfather 2, when Michael's at church having his kid baptized, but meanwhile, everybody else is getting whacked. It's it's going to culminate in, in this big finale where we finally have that one person standing tall at WrestleMania everybody's banking on it to be Cody because if not Cody, then who? But see, that's, that's why, like, I don't want to see a lot of people are saying, all right, if Sammy wins on Saturday, then it would be a triple threat at WrestleMania. And listen, not the way they presented it last night. No, the way they presented it last night. And they actually, not only on, on television, they did they not present it that way. On their own social media, they did not present it that way. They presented it the same way I presented the poll. It's either going to be Roman versus Cody or Sammy versus Cody. And that's what I wanted to say, because everybody is saying about a triple threat, and you were mentioning it before. That's not going to happen, because the winner of the Rumble, you know, goes after the the world championship. So, like, you could say, well, Roman deserves... A rematch. He absolutely does. And he will get his rematch. It's not going to happen at WrestleMania if he loses that Elimination Chamber because it's the winner of the Rumble against the WWE Undisputed World Heavyweight Champion. That's what's going to happen at WrestleMania. Now listen, they could do whatever they want. It's the WWE. They can kind of change the rules of the game. But to your point, Bully, that's not the way it was presented last night on Monday Night Raw, and it wasn't the way it was presented on social media. If Roman defeats Sammy, it's Roman and Cody at WrestleMania. If Sammy beats Roman, it's Sammy against Cody at WrestleMania. There's, and I don't that, think there's going to be a triple threat. And they'd also be in a bit of a pickle when it came to those tag straps because who would be facing the Usos for the tag team championships? It, it seems like that spot is going to be Kevin and Sammy versus the Usos. Also very interesting is how Sammy told Jay Uso on SmackDown, I acknowledge you. Yes. This is all going to, and, and, you know, Heyman hiding behind the, the pillar and picking up on the conversation and Jimmy Uso lying to Heyman about what his brother had to say. There's a lot of stuff going on here. This is great storytelling. There's layers, there's characters, there's twists, there's turns. I was one of the ones that said, keep Sammy and Cody away from each other. Last night, they put them in the same, in the same ring together. I don't think it did Sammy any good, but I don't think it hurt Sammy. 
No, and and I think it did a better job of putting Cody over, which they needed to do, and they did that last night. Because now Cody is a hero after last night. He's talking Sammy up. What was Cody's talking Sammy up? Because he'd rather face Sammy than Roman? There's another little good story there. I was thinking there, that myself. Couldn't you couldn't you see Heyman getting it? Well, I don't know if Heyman and Sammy are going to cross paths, but couldn't you see somebody getting in Sammy's ear and saying, the only reason Cody said that to you is because he wants you to win because he knows he can take you out. He's got a better chance of taking you out than Roman out. More self-doubt within Sammy. Great storytelling. It, it really is. And you have to throw on top of it, you mentioned SmackDown on Friday. The Usos wrestled Braun Strowman and Ricochet. You know, Braun Strowman and Ricochet, baby faces. And the Usos beat them. And that place went b- bonkers when the Usos beat Braun Strowman and Ricochet. I mean, that react, people were jumping on their feet when they beat Braun Strowman and Ricochet. That's interesting to me, too, because as much as the WWE Universe hates Roman Reigns, they love the Usos right now. So where does that come into play as we get closer and closer to Saturday? I think once we get the fallout from Elimination Chamber, the two matches will will uh, come into focus a lot better. I think that you'll know, you know it's going to be Cody and Roman, and I think you'll know it's going to be Kevin and Sammy versus the Usos. But I but I'll be the first one to tell you I'm all for being swerved and them going in another direction. I wouldn't I wouldn't be disappointed if they decided to 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 send us a curveball. Hi, everybody. Christopher Mad Dog Russo here. Familiar? You should be. Well, now you can catch Mad Dog's Daily Bite each day as a podcast where you'll hear my thoughts and opinions on the biggest topics around the world of sports, NFL, baseball, golf, NBA, even the hockey. That you know you can count on. That's Mad Dog's Daily Bite. Drops daily anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can also hear me weekdays 3 to 6 Eastern on Mad Dog Unleashed, Sirius XM Channel 82, or anytime on the SXM app. Will the WWE want to go off WrestleMania Hollywood with heel heat? Yes. And and I'm going to tell would? you why. Yes, I think they okay. would. And here's why. You got two nights of WrestleMania. So you have, you know, night one, you know, the happy ending, whatever they want. And then I think night two is what's going to continue the story for the WWE moving forward after WrestleMania. You know, I mean, Bully, what what WrestleMania is regarded uh, as the greatest WrestleMania of all time? The one that we stole the show at, WrestleMania 17 in Houston, Texas, at the Astrodome, headlined by The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. The one that we stole the show at. Oh, wait, did I say that twice? (laughs) Did that have a happy ending? No. It didn't. But did it work? It didn't work. It, It did not work. But also, they did it in Texas. That would be like... If, you know, WrestleMania was in Montreal where Elimination Chamber is going to be on Saturday and then you try to do that, it would. So when do you have your monster Cody moment? When does Cody get all the fireworks and the arena, the the stadium exploding and the pomp and circumstance and the pyro and ballyhoo? I, I don't know. If and when that ever happens, if you go with the story that our caller presented for this year's WrestleMania. I am a guy that loves 
heat, getting heat, going for heat, establishing heat. But as a performer and as somebody who likes to create, I know that eventually you have to pay that heat off and the baby face has to have his day. So we're going to go for more heat at WrestleMania. Okay. So when does the baby face get his day? The next night on Raw? SummerSlam? I, I don't know, but maybe maybe they're not ready to present the final chapter of this story yet. Maybe, maybe they're not ready for Cody to be the face of the place. Maybe. Or maybe, I, I, I listen, maybe we do eventually get The Rock and Roman Reigns. I don't know. Maybe that maybe that is going to be the final chapter of this story, but maybe it's not happening at this year's WrestleMania. And this is what I love. I love the fact that I have to tune in to see what's happening. So most of the time, Dave, me and you have been together now for, I think we're going on or coming out, we're six years together. Raw or the WWE could be a struggle sometimes where we're forced to sit through that three hours. Now we find ourselves looking forward to Raw and SmackDown because of this story. What's going to happen next? When I saw when they were when they were in the back with Corbin and they're like, we have something more important going on in the ring, which was such a kick in the balls to Corbin. So we yeah. have something more important going on in the ring. And you see Sammy immediately like, oh boy, what's going on? It took me right out of my seat because I was invested again. It, and it's it actually, turning into must-see television. It is. And it kind of and in a way, it reminded me of of Starcast. What was that? Two thousand, the first Starcast uh, that you and I did um, out in Chicago. Um, yep. When I don't know if you remember this, but it kind of reminded me of this, and it was a terrible job by me. But we were interviewing Hangman Page. Do you remember that we had Hangman Page on the stage and we were interviewing him, and then Cody came up on the stage. And I quickly got off a hangman page. I was like, oh, Cody's here. And I'll, I'll never forget if you go back and there's video of it. Hangman pages look at me when I ha when I did that. It was almost like, oh, what am I? What am I like? Chop liver? Like it was like because Cody has that star appeal. He just does. And it was I, that's what I was thinking of last night when, you know, Baron Corbin is being interviewed in the back. And it's like, wait, we got something in more important going on in the ring right now. And that's no disrespect to Hangman Page, but Cody does have that star appeal. And it's funny going, you mentioned SmackDown before, and then I have to still answer your question about whether they should have that one final road once we get past this Saturday, which is like, this is what we're definitively going to get in WrestleMania. And I will answer your question in just a little bit. But I want to go back from that call that we just had to what we saw on SmackDown. Like you just mentioned, like Sami Zayn saying to Jay, I acknowledge you. And Paul Heyman, when Jimmy and Jay Uso are having their conversation, he's hiding behind the pillar in the back, being able to hear their conversation and then asking Jimmy about what his brother said. And he said nothing. Like those cracks in the foundation, like that's going to lead somewhere bully those things are gonna they're gonna come to head at some point do they come to a head on saturday do they come to a head you know as we get closer to wrestlemania 
Is Sami Zayn causing these fractions that are happening with the bloodline right now? He is, right? The, the doubt that Jay Uso has right now is all about Sami Zayn. And then Sami Zayn, you know, asking for the fist bump from Jay Uso. Like, you don't, and he doesn't want to do it because he knows somebody could be watching. And somebody was watching. His name was Paul Heyman. Like, as that caller was talking, is it beyond the realm of possibility that this is part of that final test that Roman presented to Sammy? We all thought it was the Rumble, but it could be WrestleMania, Bully. I love the fact that the caller brought up the final test. That is one of the best, uh, most well-thought out creative calls i remember on the show in a long time and those are the calls that i love hearing those are the the calls you know sometimes we get calls from fans and we love all of you but sometimes you're like they call it and like oh this happens and this happens and it makes no sense and me and dave are looking at each other and you know you could hear us on the air like why would you even say that this one i really love my only point of contention is, are they going to want to go off of night two of WrestleMania with that much heat where Sammy is revealed? However, it would present Sammy in a way to be such a monster heel. Then who's the guy for Roman? And, Who, who's and, that guy? But, you know, See, I guess... Roman, if, if, you're, if you brought you brought rock back up, right? Yeah. Roman doesn't Roman and rock don't need the championship. We established that a long time ago. So if you wanted to go to WrestleMania in Philadelphia 40 next year, Roman and Rock don't need a, a strap. So, uh, Ro, Ro, uh, you know, Rock and Cena, the first Rock and Cena in, in Miami, that wasn't for the that wasn't for the world championship. That match was Jericho and CM Punk. CM Punk was your champion. You know, Rock and Cena, that main event at WrestleMania 28 was not for the championship. It was for at WrestleMania 29, but and it I'm, wasn't at WrestleMania 28. And I'm sure that based on the success of this WrestleMania, as far as the amount of ticket sales going in and what the, the final tabulations will be, it's not going to be that much of a problem for Philadelphia to sell out also. WrestleMania is now, we've seen over the past couple of years, I mean, let's get rid of, let's forget about COVID. WrestleMania sells out on its own the way the Super Bowl does. does. And yes. being as Philadelphia shit the bed in the Super Bowl, I'm sure Philadelphia could use something going on, you know, uh, in their town like a WrestleMania to bring the people back to uh, Lincoln Field or whatever the hell it's called. Well, I, I think this And way. by the Go way. Ahead. As, as you posted on social media, everybody's getting caught up on the holding call with the left hand, right? The, yes. the, 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 the defender's left hand being on the waist. That's not where the holding came in. The holding came in with the defender's right hand on the jersey. Where you, and you, could, you posted it yesterday. That is holding. When you could see that much of an opponent's jersey being tugged at, even if it happened for a millisecond, it only takes that referee a millisecond to see that holding call. I think everybody was caught up on the, the angle that showed the back as opposed to the front. 
Yeah, I, I think, and and I can't believe we're getting into this, and we'll get we'll get back into Sorry. it. Sorry, but no, but but um, but that's where it's the you know I think a lot of people were looking at that penalty flag like it was pass interference. It wasn't pass interference. It was a hold. And I still, I will say this, bully. I still don't think that flag should have been thrown. I still think it's it's a little too close to call. And in that situation, with two minutes left in the game, you don't want to throw a flag there. You don't want that to be what people are talking about on Monday morning. I think I keep the flag in my pocket, but but if you go by the letter of the law, that was a penalty. But I still feel like that flag should not have been thrown on Sunday night. Completely agree because you're right. Everybody's talking about a penalty and not the, the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. But by definition, and if you go back and you you freeze frame that image as you did, that's a hold. It's a hold. And whether and, or not you should throw the flag or not, right then and there, knowing that that might have a, a lot of uh, you it know, ended the, the game. outcome it as it that did. That flag and that flag ended the game. The game was over once that flag was thrown because Philadelphia only had 11 seconds to do something where they would have had a minute and 44 seconds and a timeout. And, you know, so that, that completely ended the game right there. Uh, but, I w- but I will say that this is why I prefer my sports to be predetermined. So I don't and, have and to deal know, with that bullshit. And it's, it's interesting, and I'm going to tie this back into wrestling. Um, there was uh, a scenario that happened in wrestling. I believe at, I believe I was talking to somebody at the NWA uh, this past weekend uh, when they did their enough, when we did the enough said yeah. pay-per-view. And there was a scenario pitched to me for uh, somebody's match. And I said, okay, fine. But where is the heat at the end of the match? And the people who looked in the two, two uh, wrestlers were looking at me like, well, what do you mean? I go, where is the heat? Who are the people going to be mad at when this happens? And they said, oh, well, the heel. I said, no, the referee. And I said, you would never want the heat, heat to be on the ref at the end of this match. The heat was on the ref at the end of the Super Bowl. Yeah, it was booked poorly. Super Bowl was booked poorly on Sunday. But I will say this, and then we'll and, get and back to the And pro football is fake, so that's why we're saying it's been booked poorly. Oh, there's no doubt. And, you know, there's no doubt about it. And the one thing I will say, and they did a great job of posting the pictures they, they presented, and this is why, you know, that the fans, I think, do understand at this point you know, people hate those WWE championships. They think that they're ugly and they want the old school belts back. This is exactly why the WWE made their championship belts the way they do. It's the branding of the WWE. It's in bold letters, that insignia, that logo. And it's because of moments like the Super Bowl on Sunday. They present that championship to Patrick Mahomes. And Mahomes had that that belt on his shoulder the whole time. He took selfies with that championship title on his shoulder. Mahomes is marking out for a WWE championship as much as he is for winning a Super Bowl, carrying the Lombardi trophy or the MVP trophy, sitting on the bus or sitting on the plane, taking selfies of himself with the WWE strap with a giant WW on it. Merchandising. That's where the real money is made. 
the best the best photo is with him with the championship title in one hand and the Vince Lombardi trophy in the other. Think about that. Like if I'm the WWE and they showed it last night, I'm like I'm ecstatic. And and that was a picture that wasn't posted by the WWE bully. That was a picture that was posted by Patrick Mahomes himself with that championship title. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.